When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Now, listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well Best Bits of Tonight's show. I wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. OK, let's talk to uh, our good friend Mark Francois, Conservative MP for Rayleigh and Wickford in Essex and Deputy Chairman of the European Research Group. And Mr Francois, a very good evening to you, sir. James, good evening to you and also to Ash. Good evening. Boris has come out today and said he's going to have an investigation because he really can't stand so many people in this country being upset and feeling that they're being unfairly treated. Um, So uh, he has come out and he says we need action on racism, not more reports. Uh, Well, no, he didn't say that. Um, Actually, David Lammy said no more reports, but he said we need action on racism and I'm going to put together uh, a new group of people. Why... Haven't the, the others? We've had about half a dozen, I think, over the last year or so. Why? Why haven't any of those been any good? Well, I think what the prime minister has done is, is he's acknowledged uh, a degree of public disquiet, um, and because of that, he's going to form a team of experts to look into this issue and then come up with some recommendations. I don't think that's an unreasonable way to respond to those people who protested peacefully. Part of the problem we know in this is there's been, unfortunately, a violent minority who have not protested peacefully. Well, I'm going to talk uh, about the police with my next guest, but then just uh, briefly, I mean, I thought the demonstration by Black Lives Matter uh, was well-controlled and peaceful, but the idiots who came from all over the country because they were going to protect Churchill and various other things uh, just just seem to me like a bunch of dinosaurs who've outlived their time. Well, what I, I mean, I, outlived, I mean, they're they're ring, they're living in a in a in a post-colonial time. I don't think it's got anything to do with 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 a post-colonial. It's to no, do it with sounded good when I said it. Well, okay, James. It sounded yeah. yeah. Forgive me, but look, That's right. when you know, when a guy who supposedly was part of a group of people who'd come to London allegedly to protect monuments, then urinates oh, over the monument to PC Keith. We didn't Park. do it over the monument. Oh come on, Ash! I, no, I don't. I, I we're looking at it. I don't think he actually. Knew, I think he was so dry. I don't think he even knew that was there. I think. You know, I think he's just got, he's gone. Well, he shouldn't have been, no. There's the no excuse, it, Ash, for getting no. drunk in well, look, public. Ash, Ash, no. I don't want to say, look, he should have been urinating in public anyway. The fact no, he did no. it over or immediately. <laughs> what do you do, though, if your kettle or held it back by police or something? A, a monument to a dead police officer was mm. completely unacceptable. But he didn't see it, I don't think, Mark. I don't think he saw it. That's the thing. So he, his intent look, wasn't there, I don't think. 
Look, really? I think the man, I, I think, think so. all those people who were doing that, I'm with yeah. Mark on this, I'm afraid, Ash. Why all would he want to do that anyway? You know, normally because that, he's that a sort of person wouldn't want to go on a policeman's uh, memorial, would they? I, anyway. I have no idea. Well, I don't think he meant it. I don't he think he meant it. it. Well, he might, look, as far as I'm concerned, they can, they can lock the bloke up and I wouldn't throw away the key, I'd melt it down. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, Mark. Um, Ash, have they got to you in some way? <laughs> Has no, I mean, no, I was you? just, no, I was just thinking it's just people got a bit carried away. But I mean, you know, the, the guy obviously doesn't look very savoury and he's done that. But I don't think he actually meant it, to be honest. I think he was probably well, I, very I drunk and went for a wee, because... which a lot of people do when they had a few drinks. And Well, you know, they shouldn't. So, if you can't hold your alcohol, don't go and drink it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he, he was photographed as if he'd wet himself. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. He, yeah. You know, a lot of them, yeah. Probably, yeah. but, but look, you've also, as you also had a different demonstration about yeah. a week previously, yeah. where someone tried to set fire to the Union flag hanging at the Cenotaph, which is our memorial to yeah. the fallen. Now, the thing I find so disgusting about that is if it hadn't have been for the people who died in two world wars that we commemorate in that memorial... We wouldn't live in a country where people can march down Whitehall and protest about anything. If uh, we lived in yeah. China and you wanted to protest, you'd disappear at three o'clock in the morning. Thank you very much indeed. Mark Francois, Conservative MP for Rayleigh and Wickford in Essex. Nice, Rayleigh and Wickford. Yeah. And uh, he's also the chairman of the European Research Group. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. Um, Pretty Patel has been urged to impose an emergency ban on uh, all those, uh, on all protests after Britain's biggest police force condemned the mindless hooliganism, uh, hooliganism and utterly shocking violence of far-right activists against it officers in London. Uh, let's talk to Mike Neville, former Metropolitan Police Detective. Mike, good evening to you. Good evening. Yeah. Have the police gone soft? Well, it would seem so, wouldn't it? I mean, but they're always ready. I mean, what I found with the, in my own experience with the police, if, they, if they've got football fans, they're always ready to be robust. Because yeah. uh, they're easy, you know, they, they, they don't complain and, and they take the, the, the sort of wax on the head. And, but if you look at the, the previous week, I mean, you had those shocking... I was appalled, really, that I saw officers running away. I, I mean, I've got to say in the police, I never ran away. I would have stand and fought. I was a soldier, and, and then I was a police officer. And I think people saw those images, and uh, we also... I mean, people... Yeah, but presume, sorry, people Mike, presumably you. they were told to not to have confrontation. Absolutely. I mean, you could see there was a briefing put out this week even by uh, Hertfordshire Police, which was in the press, saying, oh, really, you should take the knee and it could, because officers who don't take the knee may become the object of, uh, of the protesters, you know, the target. And it, it's quite incredible, isn't it, that uh, as a police officer you take an oath to act without fear or favour. Does it mean you turn up at the Man United versus Man City football match with a red scarf on to show who you support? It's just... It's just absolutely bizarre, the fact that they were at that demonstration last week without proper equipment and seemingly without proper leadership. It well, presumably that goes down in London, it goes down to the Chief Constable. Well, to the Commissioner, it goes up to the Commissioner there, but yeah. we also saw the incident in, uh, in Bristol where the statue was pulled down. Uh, the superintendent stood by, and his only excuse was that they turned up with proper equipment. I mean... It's the unevenhandedness. If a load of right-wing thugs turned up 
with the proper equipment to rip down a statue no. of uh, Gandhi or Mandela or whatever, the police would intervene, I've no doubt, and rightly intervene. But it's just this ridiculous situation where they, they err to one side but not the other, and it's really bad. It just, I think people at home, the people who generally support the police look at this and they think, what in you know, heaven's name is going on with them? They're politicising yeah, things, aren't they? They're politicising things. But also, yeah, then, the average well, policeman isn't isn't as robust. I mean, they've still got this robust police, you know, in the vans. But it used to be that all police were quite tough guys, like you said, ex-forces. What they used to be when I when I I can tell you, I can I knew myself in '89. I left the army, joined the police, and when I passed off at Hendon, nearly half the police officers had medals on their chest because they've been all ex-service <laughs> personnel. When I used to go back, I, uh, the last parade I saw about three years ago, I think I saw two sets of medals out of, uh, you know, a 60-front rank. And there was a deliberate move in the police to get rid of ex-service personnel who had been the backbone of the police service. They wanted university graduates who they yeah. could fill the minds full of the latest politically correct, uh, ta- you know, uh, whatever, uh, policies and whatever else. They don't want... I mean, the former commissioner was, he was said, why don't you put this uh, resettlement course in the army to join the police? We don't want those people. That's what the police do want. The, the, the Robert yeah. Peel, when he set up the police, said he wanted guard sergeants, not gentlemen, and this is where it's gone wrong. Well, you get that sixth sense, don't you, with the old-style policemen? They've lost all those, like you said, when they made them go redundant yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, they, they've got dinosaurs like me they're glad to be rid of, you know, because yeah. we don't fit the mould. They want people who've been to university. They've they've taken over the police and this this, this student mentality. They're all ex-university. They're committed to getting promoted. They're not interested. And that's why they were running away. That's the essence of why they were running away. Yeah, if they were ex-soldiers... No, I don't believe... Hang on. I, I don't think they were running away because they were cowards. I think they thought it was probably the best way to deal with it. Well, it's bad, bad leadership, isn't it, James? What should have happened is, right, stand, stand still, turn round, draw buttons, form a line. The moment it's like the Roman army taking on the picks, all the picks are jumping around and, and throwing things, the Roman army are disciplined, they, 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 they present this united front, and they, you, win, you win the battle like that. And just by being disciplined and showing that you're going to do something, people will back off. But the moment you show weakness, taking a knee, then the people will just take advantage. It's just simple psychology. All right. Um, I'm fascinated to see what our listeners think of this tonight, Mike. Thank you very much indeed, Mike Neville. Uh, former Metropolitan Police Detective. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Well, interestingly enough, today, uh, a lot of what they are calling non-essential shops have opened and the queues have been quite remarkable. Uh, let's talk to uh, our, our good friend, retail tycoon, <coughs> Mr Theo Pathetus. Good evening to you, sir. Uh, yes. Good evening, James. How are you doing? I'm OK. Well, you know, some of my age, yeah. Um, did you open this? <laughs> I was going to say something, man. I thought it's probably not too. Go on, say it, man. Say it. No, 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 yeah, no, go no. On. Go, let uh, it out. I just want to live as long. I want to live as old as you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good what point. is it with you two? Every time we speak, you know, how come I am the butt of all the jokes around here? So, so wrong. I don't, I don't talk about your butt. Um, <laughs> it's been a good day today, hasn't it? Good day. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, UK PLC is open for business again. Isn't that good news? 
Very it's good exceptionally match. good news. Exceptionally good news. Have you opened Robert Dias and uh, Ryman, Ryman's and Boo well, Avenue, opened, Ash's favourite? A dozen, a dozen Robert Dias and a dozen uh, Ryman today, and the rest will be opening over the next ten working days. So um, we're just testing everything through. But you know what? I've been out and about today, and I've been inside the stores, and you know. We've all been looking forward to today, but with interpretation, because we really did not know what the reactions would be. This whole mm. two-metre rule is not really practical, is it? Because, no. you know, if you, if you go to the till point, you're like two feet away. If you cross somebody in an aisle, yeah. you know, you're like back to back. But the reality is the World Health Organization says one metre is fine. So that that's good news in itself. But with all the precautions we put in, what was interesting today was it wasn't a case of us telling people you've got to abide by these guidelines. You know, people walking in use common sense. Mm. And, and not that I, I shouldn't be surprised. I shouldn't be surprised. But, you know, they just, they just were very sensible. No one was measuring out two metres, but everyone yeah. was very sensible. They were aware of the people around them. Some had masks. Some did not have masks. Some took sanitation um, uh, uh, gel to wash their hands. Some didn't. But... But everyone was respectful of the surroundings and took absolute care, which to me was just absolutely a breath of fresh air after all the worries we've had recently. And we've, we've had the stores that were open have had a really good day today. How were the sales good. figures? Are they, was it like 100% of normal or more than no, normal? No, of course not, Ash. It, it wasn't 100%, Ash, but it was, it was certainly over 50%. But there was some pent-up demand over 50% so, of normal. So we did really well. Um, and so we, 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 we increased last year's take. People were mm. sensible, and that gives us a lot of confidence to go forward. But we've got to reopen the United Kingdom. We've got to be open yeah, to yeah, business. Yeah. The, you know, the, the unforeseen consequences of what has happened are still to uh, manifest themselves. And now's yeah, the time to change the rules, isn't it? Now's the right time between like high street actual businesses and virtual businesses like Amazon, and it needs some parity needs to occur now. Ash, I love you. You pick up on things so quickly. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> think you were brief the way you pick these things up? Uh, I mean, he was. you're absolutely you're absolute dynamite, mate. Thanks, because man. If you think about it, if Give you us think a job. about it, yeah, <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I can't afford you, mate. I know, I know no, what, that's true. James pays you. Yeah. But seriously, on a, on a very, very serious point, yeah. um, it, it really is not a level playing field. We've got some very antiquated taxations uh, back from the 1500s, or which is called business rates, where some retailers pay it, some retailers don't. And all they're mm. doing is, as retailers move more to online, the, the, uh, the physical retail is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. But because the checking needs more money, they're just taxing the smaller cake even more, which is getting smaller. And the bigger the cake that's getting bigger is just walking away, smoking a cigar. And setting uh, yeah. up space yeah. programmes with their extra money. Well, Will you, you know, stop it, that? Just stop it. it. With, with the, Chancellor, the Chancellor has done a great job in actually throwing everything at this uh, at the beginning. That was three months ago. He now needs to step back, take a breath and refine it. Mm. I mean, he suspended huh? business rates, which is brilliant for a year, but now yeah. he needs to really look at it. I know he needs money. Chancellor needs money. We've got NHS to pay for, police force to pay for. You know, we've got fire, fire brigade to pay for. There were so many social services to pay for, so we need to collect revenue. But we can't afford to let a big slug of income just walk out the door, as it does at the moment. Theo, thank, I'm, I'm being told you need to go, so I'm quite interested to know what you're up to tonight, but I won't mm. ask, just in case. Uh. 
Yeah, I'll, well, say, well, I'll save that for well, another time, James. Hope yeah. you're all keeping well, guys. We, we, we are. You yeah, enjoy are, yourself, man. my friend. And Talk soon. I look forward to coming back in the studio and all things. Yeah, uh, let's have a cigar together, fun. man. Let's have a cigar. Uh, not not in the studio. <laughs> Would you stop <laughs> it? It's the only time I smoke now I've given up is with Theo Pafitas. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Oh, 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 take your finger off the talk back button. Just seemed to me like they're living in a post-colonial time. I don't think it's got anything to do with post-colonial. It's to no, do it with sounded public. good when I said it. Well, OK, James. It sounded, yeah. Anita Ward! Thank you. Ring my bell. That's been a while since you rang anybody's bell, Ash, hasn't it? Yeah, you're not allowed to ring people's bells at the moment. My bell's been broken. My bell's not working very well at the moment yeah. either. Some parity needs to occur now. Ash, I love you. You pick up on things so quickly. <laughs> You're absolutely dynamite, mate. Thanks, man. If you think about it, if Give you us think a job. about it. Adam's in Birmingham. Let's talk to Adam. Adam, hello. Oh, mate. Thanks for having me. Right. Yeah, it's all right, Adam. We enjoyed it. Now, oh, you haven't started yet, have no, you? Well, all we right, will enjoy it. Uh, anything to report? I know you like to dabble in medicine. No, no, I think she covered everything. Oh, are you sure? No, I'm very okay. happy with it, yes. Elbow, they call it your Spanish archer. Elbow. Really? It's like a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. So throw those curtains wide. One day like this, a year would see me right. Throw those curtains wide. One day like this, a year would see me right. That was uh, the clips for today. The worst of whale. Oh, sorry, sorry. The best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.